Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. A Dear Media original podcast. Hi, welcome to Good Instincts. I'm Shira Barlow, but you may know me as the food therapist. Join me every Monday through Friday for bite-sized episodes designed to help you close the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go. This should feel good, like really good. And it will, I promise. Today on Good Instincts, we have Cameron Rogers, but you may know her as the Freckled Foodie and the host of the Freckled Foodie and Friends podcast on Dear Media. She is someone who is very real and candid about all things mental health and motherhood and entrepreneurship. Cameron, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm very excited to chat. Earlier this week, we talked about a headline in the New York Post that was titled, Bye Bye Booty, Heroin Chic is Back, which is obviously very fucked up. And I know you're a huge advocate for body positivity. And I know that you refer to yourself as a recovering perfectionist. I was wondering if you could speak a little bit about your journey and battling perfectionism and where you are with it now. Yes. So I know exactly the headline you're talking about. It is incredibly fucked up and really wish that we weren't trying to make women's bodies a trend in media. For me, I definitely am someone who, yes, I would love to wake up every single day and love my body. And I actually, without trying to get into that mindset, did get into that mindset. My goal was always body neutrality of just being okay and understanding some days will be better than others. With that being said, I always think it's important to acknowledge that I definitely hold thin privilege and have historically been a thin person. So I can only share my side of this journey, but the perfectionism for me was a really big part of my body journey because I became obsessed post-college with my workout and what I was eating and definitely was on the verge of orthorexia. And it all had to be perfect, like down to every bite of my meal, like this meal, there was so much weight in my head that I put into what I was eating, where I then just was this incredibly anxious and controlling human over things that I really should have spent less time focusing on. And as I started to work on my perfectionism in all aspects of my life, it also transferred into the way that I treated my body and letting go of the perfectionism around food and instead just 
simply realizing that food is meant to fuel us and it doesn't have to be this thing that I obsess over. And similarly, my body is able and functioning and I should be really like putting gratitude towards that and be so thankful for the fact that I'm waking up every day and able to do the things I want to do instead of spending all this time in my own head critiquing myself. And I think it's so important to hear you say it just like that, because I think a lot of us go through those periods and seeing the whole evolution of it and where you are now, I think is really inspiring. Thank you. I know that you come from the finance world, which I think is really interesting. And the finance world notoriously has a very bad work-life balance. And I was wondering if that was challenging for you. Yes, it definitely catered to a lot of my not so great characteristics and like turned them into overdrive where it just just kind of took the dial and was like, let's turn this up a notch on things that I wish had been turned down. And I've since worked on turning down. So for me, the hours weren't, I wasn't in investment banking where you're working late nights. I was in sales and trading. So it was early mornings and like 11 to 12 hour days. But after work, there was a lot of socializing and client stuff and drinking and late nights. And there was this mentality that you were supposed to like stay up late, be drunk, and then somehow get to the office the next day at 6 45, 7 a.m. and look like nothing happened the night before. And I don't function that way. Where it played into the perfectionism and all of that for me is I felt like I wanted to control something in my life because my anxiety had gotten pretty bad. And I thought that the food and the workouts were the things that I was controlling. At the end of the day, I realized now looking back that they had complete control over me. But in my head, I was like, well, this is one thing I can obsess over and control and it's in my hands. So, I mean, it definitely led me to be more hyper-focused, competitive, fast-paced, just intense as a human. And that parlayed into my workouts, for example, where I was doing only like high intense or cardio and just beating myself up in the gym. I mean, the adrenal fatigue recovery was so real when I quit my job. And I think they just all were so tied in like hand in hand that everything was fast paced in my life. And I felt like if I slowed any aspect of my life down, it would crumble. So I was just like, let's go gas on the speed pedal as fast as we can go. As you were describing that, I I had a similar trajectory and I did the same thing. And I just like ground my body into the ground. Like I thought that that's what you had Mm -hmm. to do, which you realized like literally the more gentle, slow, steady stuff is like honestly works better long term. But it's hard to know that in that moment. That reminds me just so much of like early 20s grind. Grind. It's actually very funny to me now, looking back, my whole mentality around exercise and food changed during two pivotal moments of my life. One being a car accident I was in, but one giving birth. And postpartum was when my mentality around exercise really shifted and my modalities of exercise shifted the most. And it was so interesting for me months after having a kid, maybe a year later, to reflect on doing the things that I thought would never be possible to lead me to the results I always wanted. I then actually fell into that type of exercise where it was slower, more low intense, like shorter movement that ended up not purposefully, but leading to the body that I had always dreamed of. Does that make sense? Like it was so confusing for me to unpack. 
No, I completely agree. And I felt the same. Like after I had my son, I was like the way that I used to approach self-care just was drastically different. I didn't have the time and energy to do it the way I did before. And then I was like, oh, wait, I don't think you have to. And I think the stuff that actually feels really good and is good for your nervous system is actually winds up being the stuff that actually works, which blew my mind. Speaking about motherhood, everyone asks me my go-to family dinners that kids will eat too. And I was wondering if you had any go-tos that your family liked. Yes. So I did baby led weaning with my son starting right off the bat. So that was the decision we made. And I think even if you do that, it's not always going to lead in the same result. But our son is an incredibly versatile eater. He will eat anything that is put in front of him. So right now, the number one thing that I think I've ever watched him eat that he loves the most is my shredded chicken sweet potato chili. It was as if I had put a bowl of like ice cream and cookies in front of him. He, It was like insane to watch. It was all he wanted. Like more, 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 more. Everyone loves pasta in this household. So whether it's like a pasta with a meat sauce, that's one of my son's favorite. Or we do like a pesto pasta with some, the chicken shawarma thighs from Trader Joe's are our favorite right now. We air fry those. He loves them also. I have a whole series called Lazy Effing Dinner on my TikTok. I post some of them on my Instagram, but that is really just like, okay, shoot, it's five o'clock. My son needs to eat right now. I haven't thought about it. We don't have leftovers. What can I make that's in this fridge? That's amazing, first of all. And I love that you're scrappy about it because that's the thing. That's what everyone wants anyways. Before on Instagram, we wanted the whole curated thing with the pictures and everything. And now it's like, literally, what do you make for your kids? And like, it doesn't have to be cute at all, please. Right, I'm like, oh, there's frozen broccoli. I have like leftover pasta from our dinner. There's like a half of a slice of the pizza left. How can I just like heat up all these things and serve it on a plate for him? Yes, exactly. You talk really openly about loving cannabis. And for me, it really helps me be really kind to myself. I'm really nice to myself during those times. So and nice I, to myself. I was wondering if you felt the same. <laughs> yes, I will have these sessions that I'll say I'm, I'm doing like edible therapy. We have a good three hours to ourselves after we put our son down and I'll take an edible, sit on the couch and just be with my own thoughts. And honestly, I will have therapy once a week and I'll tell her like, last night I worked through some stuff. Like, let me explain it to you. And I'll walk her through this entire storyline that I figured out in my high. And she's always very impressed. Honestly, she's like, that is some real good, like self reflection. So I find that it calms my anxious thoughts, but I also am just kinder to myself. I have a pretty critical voice in my brain 24 seven. That's telling me I suck. And I'm constantly battling with that. And it's gotten way better over the years. But unfortunately, it still exists. And I think it's really easy to tap into in this industry because every once in a while you have a human behind a screen telling you those same things. And you're like, well, this voice in my head is right. So for me, it's a really great tool to just calm my brain, be kinder to myself, and really where I get a lot of my creativity. Like, 80% of my business ideas are from moments like that where I'm like writing things down in a notepad or sometimes I'll voice record things. So I'll be laying in bed, going to sleep and like this whole video idea or podcast episode topic hits me and I roll over, open my phone and I just record myself explaining it so I can go back the next day and like actually put it into something. 
I love that so much. I feel completely the same. And I have these moments sometimes where, yeah, I have a critical voice also that I try really hard to quiet. But sometimes I'll walk past myself in a mirror when I'm taking one of those things and I'm like, girl, you look great. Oh, like, okay. like you're like, yes. sorry, you're like, sorry, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know what you're talking about, which is a really nice feeling. And I think it's a really fun tool. Obviously not for everyone. I love when people are really open about that because I think that that can be really helpful. Before we let you go, I have two questions that I ask all the guests. The first is something that's helping you feel grounded these days. It could be a practice or a mindset or a person, really anything. I know you like to say that you're filling up your cup. Yes. That's a big thing I lean into. <laughs> For me, my mornings are crucial. It's the hour 6 to 7 a.m. that is mine to do what I want to do before I start my day. So that practice for me is really grounding. I wake up first thing first. I meditate for 20 minutes and then I drink my athletic greens while I'm journaling. I make a cup of coffee. And the thing that I've been doing lately is unfortunately I find myself while I'm having my coffee and like before I go to the bathroom and then wake up my son, I'll be on my phone and I don't want to be on my phone. But if my hands aren't occupied, it's so easy for me to pick up my phone and just start responding to things or starting work. I need my hands to be active. So I actually color in like one of those adult coloring books and I listen to an audio book and I drink my coffee. And it's been such a great addition to my practice. What an amazing practice. I have seen you do a little of the coloring and I yeah. love that you mentioned that. because honestly like, so gratifying. The second is what is a food or snack that you could never get sick of? I eat so much oatmeal. It's like kind of gross. I just, I could eat oatmeal every single morning for breakfast and never get sick of it. I love oatmeal, but also potatoes and ice cream. I could never get sick of ice cream. I have it every single day. I could have it 10 times a day. Like it's my favorite food. Now I need to know what you're putting in your oatmeal. If I have time, I usually make a batch for like that day and then the next two days. Wonderful. So it's oats, cinnamon, flaxseed, chia seed, hemp seed. And then once it's cooked, I add in peanut butter always. Yum. And then either banana or blueberries. And then I top it with some granola because I like a crunch. Mm, mixed media. And then if I like don't have time to make it and I don't have a batch, I always have mush in my fridge. They're like overnight oats. And I basically will put that in a bowl and do the same exact toppings. And it's my son's favorite food right now, mush. Wait, mush is a big hit in my household too. Oliver loves the blueberry, the blueberry. and sometimes I use it to make yes. pancakes. It's an amazing option, for especially for mm -hmm. kids, but for everyone. Lastly, I wanted to play a little game of this or that with wellness, self-care okay. stuff. Are you into it? Okay. Yeah. Coffee or matcha? Coffee. Sweet or savory? Sweet. Sleep for an hour or read a book for an hour? I'm a really big book addict right now. I'm at like 30 books this year. Wow. So I think read a book. Hmm. Weighted blanket or sauna blanket? Can I say neither? Oh, wow. Yeah. The hot take. Neither. Like I love a sauna. I don't love a sauna blanket. I'm surprised that you don't like a weighted blanket though. That is really shocking. Everyone says that. However, I get like claustrophobic. So when oh. I'm anxious, I don't like to be touched. That kind of feels like that to me. So I love like a big, light, but fluffy comforter. And I want to be cold, 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 cold. I totally get that. Face mask or dry brush? Face mask. Mountains or ocean? Ocean. Weed or microdosing? Weed, with the caveat that I think microdosing would be amazing. I haven't gone into a full program. It's something I'm interested in and I'm going to look into. I fully enjoy psilocybin mushrooms, but I haven't done a full microdosing program. I think that would be very interesting to hear you speak about. 
Cameron, this was so nice to speak to you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me on. This is great. Thank you so much for listening to Good Instincts, hosted and written by me, Shira Barlow. You can find me on Instagram at Shira underscore RD. Good Instincts is a Dear Media Daily produced by Katherine Hugh. If you like this episode, please make sure to follow or subscribe wherever you're listening. And don't forget to rate us.